Welcome to the National Vaccine Information Center's podcast series, Vaccination, Politics, Money, and Media Bias. These podcasts are from previously recorded and referenced commentaries and articles produced by MVIC, a charitable nonprofit organization. My name is Barbara Lowe Fisher. My son was injured by DPT vaccine in 1980, and this is a commentary brought to you by the nonprofit National Vaccine Information Center. On February 22, 2011, the U.S. Supreme Court shielded drug companies from all liability for harm caused by vaccines mandated by government when companies could have made a safer vaccine. From now on, drug companies selling vaccines in America will not be held accountable by a jury of our peers in a court of law if those vaccines brain damage us but could have been made less toxic. If you get paralyzed by a flu shot, or your child has a serious reaction to a vaccine required for school and becomes learning disabled, epileptic, autistic, asthmatic, diabetic, or mentally retarded, you are on your own. From now on, unless we stand up and draw the line on vaccine mandates, the government can legally use police powers to force every American to get hundreds of vaccinations or be punished, while those who are hurt by vaccination can be more easily swept under the rug and left to fend for themselves. To understand how this happened, we have to turn the clock back to 1982. That is when four big drug companies blackmailed Congress by threatening to stop selling vaccines in America unless a law was passed giving them complete immunity from prosecution. The pharmaceutical industry knew they were in big trouble because the old, crude, whooping cough vaccine in the DPT shot was causing brain inflammation and death in many children. The live oral polio vaccine was crippling children and adults with vaccine strain polio, and Americans were filing lawsuits to hold drug companies responsible for the safety of their products. One day after the Supreme Court blocked lawsuits against drug companies for failing to make vaccines safer, they cleared the way for lawsuits against car manufacturers for failing to make seatbelt safer. Civil liability is a consumer protection. In the past, civil liability has protected us from wealthy tobacco corporations selling cigarettes that were once endorsed by doctors and the U.S. government. Civil liability has protected us from defective cars and toys and food and drugs that have passed federal licensing and safety standards. Civil liability put pressure on drug companies to develop and license a less toxic pertussis vaccine in 1996. And it put pressure on federal health agencies to replace use of a contaminated neurotoxic polio vaccine that can paralyze people with one that cannot. Yes, 30 years ago, the wealthiest and most powerful industry lobbying on Capitol Hill and in state legislatures, the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical industry, tried very hard to get total liability protection for every vaccine the government regulates, recommends, and mandates. The only difference is that three decades ago, government officials were ordering doctors to give children 23 doses of seven vaccines. And today, that direct order is up to 70 doses of 16 vaccines. The parent co-founders of the National Vaccine Information Center worked with Congress back in the early 1980s, and we refused to support any legislation 
that would legally let the pharmaceutical industry completely off the hook. Parents successfully argued that if Congress was going to give drug companies partial liability protection through the creation of a federal vaccine injury compensation alternative to a lawsuit, then language had to be written into the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986 that protected a citizen's right to sue drug companies when federal compensation was denied or the company had the technological ability to make a vaccine less toxic but refused to do it. Continued civil liability was the safety net for American consumers in that law. Continued civil liability was the leverage that gave some financial incentive to drug companies to make vaccines safer and gave some political incentive to government officials to award federal compensation to the vaccine injured. Now, six activist Supreme Court judges have ripped the liability safety net from the U.S. mass vaccination system and written Big Pharma a blank check by deliberately ignoring the language and legislative history of the 1986 Vaccine Injury Act. Only Supreme Court Justices Sotomayor and Ginsburg, in an accurate and brilliant dissenting opinion, stood up for the people. Now it will be much easier for employees in government health agencies and the U.S. Department of Justice and the Vaccine Court to deny vaccine victims federal compensation, which 308 million Americans pay for through a surcharge on each one of the annual flu shots and the dozens of doses of vaccines public health officials say we all should get. There is $3 billion waiting to be awarded in the Vaccine Injury Trust Fund, which has already been raided by federal agencies dragging vaccine victims through years of litigation and looking for ways to deny vaccine risks. The Supreme Court has now given pharma and evangelistic doctors a green light to lobby legislators to require every American who lives to be 78 years old to get more than 130 doses of government-recommended vaccines starting on the day of birth throughout the last year of life. And that does not include use of any of the hundreds of new vaccines now being developed by drug companies with government approval that will be required in the future whether those vaccines are necessary or not, whether the vaccines work or not, whether the vaccines are dangerous or not, and whether the people want to use the vaccines or not. This is not public health. This is exploitation of a captive people by a pharmaceutical industry seeking unlimited profits and by doctors in positions of authority who have never seen a vaccine they did not want to mandate. It is a drug company stockholder's dream, a health care consumer's worst nightmare, and a prescription for tyranny. Americans are required by law to use more vaccines than any other nation in the world. In no other country, not in Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Germany, Japan, or in any other country, are citizens subjected to mandatory use of dozens of doses of vaccines under the threat of being denied a public education and health insurance and employment. There is no other word for this but tyranny. Vaccines are pharmaceutical products that carry a risk of injury or death, 
a risk that can be greater for some than others. If a vaccine is effective, then those choosing to use that vaccine will have nothing to fear from those who make another healthcare choice. If a vaccine is not effective, then consumers are being asked to take two risks, a risk they will be harmed and a risk the vaccine will not work at all. That is not a product that should be legally required, especially when doctors cannot predict ahead of time who will be harmed by a vaccine and there is no civil liability for the company selling it, the person giving it, or the government official mandating it. No liability? No accountability? No mandates. If corporations are in business to make money, if doctors can make mistakes, if judges can get it wrong, if what is considered scientific truth today can turn out to be not true tomorrow, and if nobody is held accountable in the civil justice system for vaccines that could have been made safer, then now is the time for all Americans to stand up for health freedom in this great nation of ours. There is no freedom more fundamental than the human right to be free to decide what risks we are willing to take with our lives and our children's lives. Please join with the nonprofit National Vaccine Information Center, the largest, oldest, and most experienced vaccine safety and informed consent watchdog in America. Help us help you stand up for your right to know and freedom to choose which vaccines that you consider necessary, safe, and effective enough to use. Help us defend every American's right to seek justice in a civil court of law when vaccines cause harm or do not work, so that reactive and ineffective vaccines are forced off the market. Vaccine laws are state laws. Sign up for our free advocacy portal at www.nvicadvocacy.org that will teach you how to participate effectively in the democratic legislative process and defend vaccine exemptions in your state laws. Educate your elected representatives about why it is so important to include strong consumer protections and informed consent rights in all public health laws. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be part of building an effective, well-organized, nationwide campaign to take back our freedom to make voluntary vaccination choices. There is no time to waste. If we don't learn from history, we will repeat it. We cannot be afraid to empower ourselves as a free people and make our democracy work. We can win back the freedom we have lost and take control of our health and the future of America. We can do it if we are as brave as those freedom-loving men and women who founded America two centuries ago. Be the one to stand up today to make sure that your children and grandchildren and all Americans will not live under tyranny tomorrow. No forced vaccination, not in America. Before you take a risk, find out what it is. To learn more about vaccines, diseases, and the human right to informed consent, visit mvic.org, the website of the nonprofit charity, the National Vaccine Information Center. Since 1982, MVIC has worked to prevent vaccine injuries and deaths through public education and to secure informed consent protections in U.S. vaccine policies and laws. 
Visit mbic.org and mbicadvocacy.org to get well-referenced vaccine information that you can trust and share with your family, friends, and members of your community. It's your health, your family, your choice.